We're chipping away at everything that isn't you, reconnecting with the part of yourself that loves you unconditionally, sees the real you, and accepts your authentic self. When you disconnect from the opinions of others, work in your mindset, and stand in your power, you feel expanded, alive, and confident. This podcast is where we discuss a range of topics that help you bring you back to your heart space. Topics like body image healing, your relationship with food, mind and body connection, mindset and relationships. We get real, we get messy, we're vulnerable and we're unfiltered. This is Heart Space with Stacey. Today I am joined with Lucy. Um, Lucy is a relationship coach. She helps couples get out of the roommate phase and back into falling in love and fully um, into each other. You're going to explain it so much more than me. So I'll hand it over to you. Um, Tell us about who you are and what you do. Yay, I love this so much. Like I've literally been talking about this all morning. Um, So I am Lucy. I'm a marriage and intimacy coach. Um, And yeah, as you say, like I mostly work with people who are in like quote unquote the roommate phase there's nothing like fundamentally wrong with your relationship but like you've been together a few years and it's just like oh my gosh is this it is this as good as it gets no (laughs) short answer no and um I think I get so fired up and like obsessed with this work when I look at people who have been together for ages and they're just like oh it's just what happens in marriage like it gets a little bit boring and it gets a little bit whatever and I'm like okay well if you've already resigned yourself to the fact that it is going to happen then of course it's going to happen (laughs) Um, so me and Carl are very passionate about putting in a lot of effort and I remember when we were planning the wedding and he was kind of like I just want to make it very clear that like just because I like I have you I'm not going to stop trying and putting an effort for you I'm like oh my gosh I love that so (laughs) um so that's kind of you know where we're at um so can you tell me um for like what does the roommate phase look like Um, so the people that I work with, they've kind of been ticking a lot of boxes, you know, like that general, like you've been to uni, you've both got jobs, you have a house or you're saving for a house, um, you're, you have kids or you're thinking about having kids or not or whatever. Um, and then you kind of get a few years in and you're just like, well, we're kind of just existing. We're kind of just going through the movements. Like our relationship is great and we love each other, but like we don't have sex as much as we used to. Um, We're not flirty. Like all of our conversations kind of revolve around what's coming next, like what we need to get done instead of just existing together and like having fun and having that really fun, juicy energy that makes like new relationships so much fun um and honestly I like when I think about like why that happens it's usually because you're not focusing enough on the relationship or like everything else gets to come first and then your relationship kind of gets the leftovers um so I think that's we're all like you're focusing on achieving things together rather than 
being together and so the way that I think about it is like a lot of people are side by side and they're looking forward mm. um, and you're achieving all this stuff together and if you want that like that magic that intimacy you have to face in towards each other so instead of side by side the board you have to face in towards each other um yeah okay and so people come to you oh um people come to you because they're feeling like lackluster in their relationships and I can totally see like people kind of give relationships just like, oh, we're together. I don't need to like focus on it anymore. Or it's kind of just a given that they're going to be there for me. And mm-hmm. it could be so easy to get into that stage of um, questioning if that person is right for them anymore, because there's not that passion or there's not that um, lust that there once was. Is that something that people come to you about? Like wondering if they actually want to be with their partner? Yeah, I think that is and like especially if you've had like not dramatic relationships but really intense relationships in the past um and then suddenly you're like safe and comfortable and you're both making money and you're doing all the right things um yeah and I think mostly I work with people who are just like that's fine like there's nothing wrong with having like a safe comfortable relationship but if you're looking at that and being like that cannot be it this Mm. cannot be as good as it gets then I'm the person that you want to work with because like we're like I do not tolerate mediocre lukewarm love because it's fine because you can just exist together very happily and and that's fine um but it gets to be so much bigger than that um I think the reason I get like <laughs> so worked up about it is because like love is exciting and people are like oh it's not like it is in the movies I'm like yeah but it fucking can be mm. like and, and I think to be where 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 Carl and I are at like you have to think so big of yourself which can be quite hard like if you're like oh I don't want to like make a big deal or like oh I don't want to whatever and like when I talk about mine and Carl's relationship I'm just like oh we were best friends for like six years and he would like run home to talk to me online and like he'd drive all the way up because we lived in different cities and like he'd drive for a few hours just to come see me and we like sit in the back of his car and like watch the sunset and like we're best friends but with other people and we didn't really we pretended we didn't like each other and oh my gosh (laughs) you talk about that like everybody can talk about their relationship like that and like that's how we start being like wow we actually do have a great relationship and then like reinforcing that to each other like man we are married as fuck like we're not just married married a f and like that's where the name of my coaching brain came from (laughs) it's because we were just saying that to me all the time it's just like we'd go on like a romantic weekend or like we'd go stay in a hotel and we're like we're married as fuck like we're so like I love it so much and it's so exciting <laughs> so yeah and so has your relationship with Carl always been like that since you got together or is that something that um you developed over time um I think it's probably been like that um from the start like as if we did know each other for quite a long time but it is this um it is a relationship that we've grown together like as I said he's like just because I have you I'm not going to stop trying um and we're very 
passionate about like the long-term vision for our relationship um, and why I work so closely with people on work-life balance um, and like reprioritizing your relationship and figuring out what's important is because say you're really busy at work and you're just like sorry I can't hang out like sorry I don't have any energy for you right now it's just a really busy week and I'm like well that's great but it's like the long-term effects of of that like it's not just one decision it's not just one busy week it's constantly like putting other things before your relationship um, so if your vision for your relationship is to be really intimate, to be really connected, every single decision you make together has to reflect that. And like all your daily actions have to reflect that. Um, mm. So I think it is definitely something that we have built together over time. Like we are constantly updating like what we want our relationship to look like and then repeating it back to each other. Mm. Like, that isn't who we are as a couple or like we don't do things that we don't want to do you know um yeah and yeah so I and think so, it has yeah pretty yeah. pretty intense and pretty loving yeah <laughs> so when you say you update yourselves as a couple is that like a formal like not formal but is that like a structured discussion where you actually sit down and you're like okay let's actually review um like how we're feeling and what not or is that something that just comes up intuitively and naturally um I don't think we we don't sit down and have like meetings about it but that's because we talk about this stuff all the time it's very meta like we we talk about our relationship a lot um yeah. and I think we're very pro just like making up rules for yourself like so it doesn't matter what the relationship looks like to other yeah. people it's like this is what works for us yeah so I don't think we have like because I know some relationship coaches like you have to sit down every week or like you have to sit down every month like so I think it is a bit more yeah. intuitive than that and I think it really is when when tension comes up or when our energy is super drained we're like this doesn't feel right like what about this doesn't reflect who we are as a couple um and so we just we don't tolerate um feeling really far away from each other because that's what I meant like like oh it's just a busy week or like oh I'm really busy this month we're like if we go a couple of days and I'm like man I have nothing to give you right now I'm so tired we're just like cool what needs to be updated mm. like what about what we're doing right now doesn't reflect what we want our life to look like um yeah so we're very very in tune to like life is very short and like I don't even want to go a couple of days without feeling connected to yeah <laughs> yeah that's incredible and I love what you said about um like not necessarily rule well I guess it is rules but creating your own rules for your relationship because I think that's what a lot of people get hung up on is like oh, but this is what my relationship should look like or I should want this and I should want that. And it's like, well, actually, every relationship is totally different and you can actually create rules of what you want to happen with inside your relationship and outside your relationship, right? And I think that's so empowering knowing that you can actually create it and set boundaries around like what you will and won't tolerate. And that could look different from what society says is, is 
normal and in, inverted um, commas obviously but yeah, yeah. I <laughs> love that yeah yeah I love that's what you've said and so how do people like how do you come up with those rules is that something that you just like if something feels off you're like oh I didn't like that is it like a boundary that's been crossed like is that something that you constantly thinking about like how have you actually come up with those kinds of rules or how do people do that in their relationships hmm um yeah it's a little bit of like oh that doesn't feel right um I think bottom line Carl and I both have very high standards for how we expect to be loved by each other yeah um and and we have a baseline rule that we don't hold back from each other Mm. that like we don't keep secrets from each other so that's kind of one of like our umbrella rules like I do not hold anything back from you and so if something isn't working I'm going to tell you but I mean when I think about like what relationships should look like or what they or what people think a relationship should look like I'm like my relationship is is deeply intimate we're connected we're open I feel 100% supported I feel so deeply known by him but when you look at like the day-to-day like I still binge a lot of Netflix and he games a lot like in, in our alone spare time you know um and some people might be like oh you can't have a successful relationship if you have a partner that games a lot I'm like well that's that's just bullshit to me like that like because I still feel so deeply supported and loved um but yeah like I think it kind of like so besides being very open and like having that as like a a baseline rule or assumption that we just don't hold back from each other like and this is a general rule in life if you want to like interact with people as an adult like I'm going to assume everything's okay until you tell me so if you don't tell me I can't do anything about it so that's why that's one of our like baseline rules um oh my gosh it's gone <laughs> hate that um oh yeah like our really high standards um and so we kind of we both know that we deserve to be loved in a certain way um, and so if if I'm not like loving him in the way that he wants to be loved or if one of us isn't putting in enough effort like we will call each other out mm. uh, and be like hey I didn't feel enough acknowledgement from you this week or like hey you feel really far away and I feel like unseen and unloved at the moment um, so I think starting knowing that you deserve that much love is like really important yeah yeah. that sounds like a whole self-love piece where yeah is that something that you work a lot with people that come work with you well yeah I mean I well I was talking about this just the other day um I'm like you could have the the best partner in the world but if you can't hear what they're saying then it doesn't matter you know like Mm like they could be giving you everything but if you don't deserve if you don't think that you deserve it or if you're not accepting it freely um then none of it won't matter how much effort they put in yeah Um, yeah definitely like a whole whole self-love thing is like oh yeah yeah amazing 
And so tell me, like, when people come to you, obviously they're feeling like in the roommate phase, they're feeling a little bit stuck in their relationship. What is it that you'd actually work with people on? Or how can people, if they're feeling like that in their relationship, what are some things that they can start to do to help get out of that phase and bring intimacy back into their relationship? Mm. Um, So my main coaching program is my three-month Married as Fuck coaching program. Um, and the main things that we're working on is the first thing we do is like work-life balance. Um, and so getting really strict about boundaries and energetic boundaries. And, um, so like just an example from a couple I was working with, they had friends in their friend group that were not happy that they were happy as a couple. Um, you know, like she'd go to brunch and be like hey like my relationship was going so well because she was like doing what I told her to do like speak up like you know speak very highly of your partner or something they're like well that's nice for you but my relationship sucks and so like setting boundaries with stuff like that um looking at your work life and be like does our relationship actually come first like are we living in the present um so that's the first thing you do because you can't do this shit tired you cannot be tired and put in a lot of energy into your relationship not without going into a deficit anyway so you can keep yeah. giving um and I it, it's so cliche being like oh don't like pour from an empty cup I'm like it's so true like I can't give anything to Carl if I'm exhausted yeah. um so that's always the first thing we do and then we're looking at um like the long-term vision and that's what I call couple branding and I was saying like oh we repeat this back to each other all the time like all the time and so we know exactly where we stand together as a couple um so yeah so we work on your couple branding and like what's important what's not important like what are we taking out um and then we'd be taking that long-term vision and then turning it into daily actions because like what you do every day matters and I was I was talking to Brie about this and it's kind of you know if you think about like your health goals um or like going to the gym like if you only went to the gym when you were in the mood to do it you would never get results you would never go um and so it's like coming up with like daily habits and systems that support prioritizing your relationship um and that's both together and by yourself Mm -hmm. um so if you think about um like say you want more sex you want to be more in the mood you want to spend more of that like flirty energy together if you have been like working all day if you haven't had time to like shower and shave um if your mind is in a million different places like you're never going to enjoy it as much Mm. as like waking up slowly and like oh I've had time to myself today and like and I've shut off from the day and I've been dancing around my kitchen all morning and like all this fun stuff um so those are the kind of daily habits and systems that support more intimacy in your relationship um so those are like the main things that would like those are like the processes that we work on but really I just I want people to be so excited about their relationships and like I want you to have a relationship that makes you like excited to be alive like I think um is it people like oh it's not like the movies I'm like but it can be like Mm. you can be the couple that like listens to music and like 
cooks in your kitchen together and like buys flowers randomly and like goes on these trips like you're allowed to do that like Mm. that can be you like it's so interesting because obviously in relationships there's two people right and we think relationship (laughs) coaching or intimacy coaching would be around what you're doing together but it actually sounds like that you work with your clients about doing things on their own and making sure that they're in the right headspace and they're actually taking care of themselves so that when it comes to intimate time with their partner or when it comes to um spending quality time that they're actually in their own headspace and they're in like their own energy of feeling into it rather than just what they're doing with their partner is Mm. what you do a lot with your clients like individual stuff as well yeah yeah and it's like so it's like bringing the the best of yourself to the relationship Mm. that's like he's like you cannot do this if you're exhausted Mm. like I like I don't want to give you anything if I've got nothing to give and I I realize this is what Carl and I do because something like a question that we ask every single day is like what do you need from me right now Mm -hmm. what do you need um and and like the flip side of that is that I need to look at myself and take responsibility for myself. Like, what do I need right now? What mm-hmm. do I need to feel loved right now so that I can tell him? So if I don't tell him or like, cause you know, if you see your partner and they're really stressed and they really look like they've got a lot on their mind and then you go into like action mode, trying to do things for them. Yeah. Like rather than be like, tell me what you need and I'll do it. Otherwise, like I'm just gonna keep focusing on myself. And mm-hmm. so like there's two sides to that. So like you have to take responsibility for your own energy. So until he tells me that he needs something, I'm like, cool, like you're good. I'm gonna assume that you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of like taking care of yourself a little bit as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. I love that. And I think that's so important in a relationship because and I'm what I mean by that is the I'm going to assume everything's okay until you tell me otherwise and Mm. also having that responsibility as someone to actually be able to speak up and say if something is wrong because Mm. a lot of the time in relationships I hear like oh he should have just known that or you know he didn't do this and that's what I wanted and I'm like did you communicate that? And there's just this like barrier of communication. And so I love, you've said it a few times about, I'm going to assume everything is okay unless you tell me otherwise. And I Mm. think that's such a good like baseline and premise to have in your relationship is if you don't tell me, I'm not going to know. And therefore I'm just going to assume that we're good and I'm going to continue doing my own thing. And until you say Mm. otherwise, um, then I won't take any action. I think that's so powerful. Yeah. And like it, you can start getting into like I don't know if you follow all the fair play stuff and like the mental load and stuff um and I think like it is quite a good way for women especially to like let go of a little bit of the responsibility of like running things Mm. um yeah so like obviously as you said like has to be a premise and it has to go both ways like I'm going to assume yeah because you're an adult like (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna assume that you will tell me and like and that's why we ask each other every day like 
what do you need from me? And other question we often ask is like, what do you want this evening to look like? Because that's about Ooh. setting up those expectations. Yeah. Because um, that's when you can get resentful, like, oh, I wanted to spend time together and now you're off doing whatever you want to do. Um, so like, what do you need? What do you want tonight to look like? And sometimes that's like, actually, I really, really want to be alone. I want to like eat chips and dip on the couch and just be like left alone. And sometimes it's like, oh, like I'm, I'm like a sad bitch this week and I would love <laughs> to spend some more time together and let's put our phones in the other room. Mm. And so it's just like, oh, we should have known. I'm like, you change every day. Like my so needs change so quickly and I tell my clients all the time like you cannot over communicate Mm. and so there is a certain point and this is why I bring up fair play it's just like oh I've asked my partner to do this a million times and they won't do it see that's that's a problem that actually is a Mm. problem but like asking for what you need and telling them like it's not like once you're in that long-term relationship and you're past that dating phase it's like you're not trying to trick them into proving that they love you. It's like, you can give them the answers. It's not mm. like the secret quiz. Like, it's like, I want to make this as easy as possible so that I get what I need. Mm. Like, I don't want to, like, and especially with my standards as high as they are, like, I don't want there to be any chance that I'm not being loved in the way that I know that I deserve to be loved. Yeah. Um, and like, the the example that comes up is like birthdays they were like oh I just want them to make it special and blah 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 and I'm like if I have such a specific vision for how I want it to be and I know that I deserve all these things because I do like (laughs) I'm like okay I want like cake I want balloons I want champagne I want flowers like whatever and like here is a list of things that I would love to get as a gift and then he fucking does it and I get it yeah they're so great he made your birthday so great and I'm like yeah but I did kind of give I him told him <laughs> I, gave, I gave him the answers and he did it because he's amazing you know like yeah. rather than being disappointed that I didn't get what I wanted you know so mm. um, it's a slightly different problem if you're like asking them again and again to like do something for you and they just never do it different problem but yeah it, <laughs> yeah and so if people start working on um like let's say people start coming to you or not even like working with you let's say people start prioritizing their relationship um is there a certain like time frame that they actually start to feel better about it or do you have you ever worked with someone this is a two-part question have you ever worked with a couple who starts prioritizing themselves or they start prioritizing the relationship and they actually think actually this relationship is not right for me um does that ever happen I was thinking about this uh because I have I have started working with people and there's been like little alarm bells then like maybe you're not happy together like maybe Mm. it's not working and in my mind I would rather you went all in and gave as much as you could to like yourself um Mm. and to your relationship and you stop letting work take over your life, um, and you had those like delicious slow mornings by yourself, I would rather you put in all of that energy and put in as much as you could and then break up anyway, Mm. as opposed to just like going through the motions, like I'm happy enough, this is enough, 
um, and just like playing in that like mediocre, lukewarm kind of like, I would rather you gave like a hundred percent of yourselves to the relationship and then realize like, actually we don't work well together. Yeah. Because then you know, because then you know yeah. that the relationship does, as opposed to like, mm, this is, this is nice. This is good enough. Yeah. But then getting 10 years down the track and be like, I haven't had my needs met in 10 years. Mm. Like I'd rather you worked with me and then broke up anyway. Like true. that's how much I hate mediocre ever. <laughs> yeah, true. I think people are so afraid to come to that conclusion. Like it's mm. like they're so afraid to realize that the person that they're with isn't the right person for them. And I resonate with that so much. You know, I've been in two previous long-term relationships where deep down I knew that they probably yeah. weren't the right people for me. And I, it's not necessarily that my my needs, well, I guess my needs weren't being met, but it was like you said, that lukewarm, like nothing's wrong. There's nothing like they're not doing anything bad and they were actually, you know, genuinely nice people, but it was just the wrong person for me. Yeah. And now I'm in a relationship with someone where it's totally different, where it's like, I am prioritizing you because that's, and in the relationship, because that's just what I want to do. It's not out of obligation. It's not like, oh, I have to do this because you're my boyfriend or my partner. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is the, that movie relationship that you talked about, that movie love of like, holy shit, this actually exists. And it's yeah. so hard sometimes to get to the point when you're in those lukewarm relationships because there's that fear of, well, what if I don't find anyone? Or what if I'm alone? And what if, what if, what if? And it's like, well, what if you spend the rest of your life with someone who you actually don't want to be with or in a mediocre yeah. relationship where you're wittering yourself down and you're not actually happy and you're just like, just like cruising through life. And, you know, that to me is so much worse than actually going through six to 12 months of potential heartache of like moving out of finding somewhere to let, you know, the logistics of actually breaking out can be a freaking mm. nightmare, but that's a short-term pain. And I see so many people in these mediocre relationships, like making excuses of, Oh, but we've got kids or, Oh, but we've, we've been together for so long. And it's like, sometimes I just want to not shake them. I'm like, there's so much more for you out there. Like, you know, and I see you have this passion as well because you have this such incredible relationship that is um that is is like the movies, you know, where you you're so in love with your partner who you've been with for seven years and that can exist. So do you have people like how do you deal with that in like your everyday life? Or um is that something that you just like set a boundary around and you're like, you know what, your relationship is your problem. I'm just going to be happy in mine. Is it something that you talk to them about? Like, how do you actually deal with that in like life? Like everyday life? Um, yeah. I definitely have to ask permission to give feedback to people. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I'm so like intense and obsessed with relationships. <laughs> but I know like at the end of the day, I would always put me first. Like even above, <laughs> like if this suddenly wasn't, working or something drastically changed it's still about me I'm still the only person that has to live with the consequences of my decisions mm. um so, yeah, I mean like just in everyday life I see things I'm like oh my god like <laughs> what are you doing um and as you said like those previous relationships and I can feel it so strongly when you were saying that like having to convince yourself that you're happy um that's when you know that it it might not be the relationship, like might not be right for you. 
Um, but I saw the other day, um, someone put it really well, like you should be able to easily explain why you're with somebody um, and just saying like, oh, it's just this feeling. I can't mm-hmm. explain it. I'm like, that is not good enough. Like you have to be able to explain why you're with somebody. <laughs> what do you mean um, by that? Do you mean like the qualities that you love about them or how great they are? Yeah. As a person? yeah like, well, it's because in my mind and this is where I do start getting on people's case I'm like love <laughs> is not enough because like you see they're so dysfunctional and there's something like fundamentally not working like they they don't communicate um they fight all the time they're like oh but I love them mm. I'm like I don't care <laughs> like love is not enough like this effort and this is why I, I focus so hard on like daily habits and like like every single decision has to come back to what's actually important um, because love isn't enough for this kind of relationship. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think the question I was asking myself a little while ago, I'm like, is marriage hard work? I'm like, <sighs> like I don't think it's hard, but it's hard work. Mm. <laughs> yeah so like that effort has to be there it's effort then not necessarily you know hard I mean I'm not married so I can't comment Mm. on that but (laughs) I can imagine that you know when you're saying that it's not like it's hard work it's like it's an effort that you have to put in which then across as work and energy yeah like you have to put in hard work to make it easy Mm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) like when I think about relationship I'm just like man it we are just so easy breezy because like when hurt comes up and like I don't want to give you any like illusions like I do stuff that hurts Carl like I say things he's like man that was shit like that was so bad or like that that really hit the wrong way and sitting in that discomfort that's not easy Mm. (laughs) um so like sitting there and taking that and like being like wow that that really hurt you or like wow that really disrespected you so being able to sit through that means that our relationship is yeah so do you fight I don't know see I wonder about that honestly I I can't think of that many fights that we've had like proper Mm. fights um and I remember I used to be so angry and I used to like yell and scream like not when I was with Carl like I had a bit of an epiphany before we got together and I'm like I can't imagine any scenario where if you love somebody that that is appropriate Mm. to like scream at them so unless I'm like in physical danger like I do not yell at people yeah (laughs) um yeah so I think as I said like I think we're more we point out things that hurt or like things that like I don't feel seen enough is usually the things that come up in our relationship like oh we've gotten busy we've fallen off like I did all the stuff and you didn't acknowledge it that really hurt I think that's kind of more the flavor of fights that we have yeah Yeah. Mm. and so um it keeps bringing me back like it sounds like you've been on your own personal development journey which has made you a better person which has then made made the relationship better and 
I keep mm-hmm. bringing it back to, and I say this to so many people, even the women that I work with around self-love and appreciation and you know, when I work with them, their relationships get better because they're starting to prioritize themselves and they're starting mm-hmm. to um, love themselves and look after themselves. And that as a byproduct makes their relationship better. And it just keeps bringing me back to like, you have to love yourself and you have to prioritize yourself and work on yourself to make sure that you are able to be in this relationship and that you can take feedback. Because I can imagine that if you're in a triggered place or if you are, um, you know, not confident in yourself or you don't have that self-love, someone gives you feedback of that really hurt, that was shitty, I didn't like that. Like you can take that really personally if you're not in this place of actually being able to take that on. And so it just keeps bringing me back to you have to work on yourself and have to be, um, think you're deserving of that kind of love in order to receive it. And it's so like mirror, relationships are like huge mirrors, right? They sometimes can reflect your biggest, deepest, darkest insecurities back to you and you have to work through those in order to actually make a relationship work or be with a partner so it just keeps bringing me back to like self-love and self-development so that when you're in this relationship it can flourish um mm-hmm. yeah just uh, something that yeah. I, I missed yeah yeah abracadabra I just love yourself in the yeah. Middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as if it was that easy <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah I as I said like I used to be so angry and like that was definitely something I had to with like I don't think because Carl and I knew each other for ages and he saw all of that like I don't think he would have been with me before I had all those epiphanies I was just awful 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 um but yeah like even like the work that I do for myself now like even around the way I look Mm. um that's quite big especially from like an intimacy point of view and I think one of the biggest um epiphanies I ever had around that was like sex and intimacy is um an experience not a performance um so I think that was really big yeah so like but that's on me right like to be like like it's on the way that I feel and I think that's probably one of the biggest um pieces of advice I have like going out like hey I want more intimacy like hey I want like more fun and flirty stuff I'm like you need space to enjoy life because you're Mm. super busy and like you guys don't have the house under control together um like all these little things like how could you possibly be thinking about sex right Mm. now (laughs) um and so things that I do to make my relationship better and have more of that intimacy is like I will let myself have those slow mornings so like the way I do it is like I relax to start the day rather than feeling like I have to earn it. Mm. Um, And I'll listen to like sexy playlists and I'll light candles and I'll have the good coffee and I'll use my expensive perfume and like all these little things um, to get myself in the mood like throughout the day. But you need the space to do it, you know, like if you don't, you're never going to do that. Like it's, yeah. (laughs) Wow. I love that. Um, Can you elaborate on like your appearance or the way that you look is something that's big for you. Like, is that, do you mean like taking the time to actually get ready and put on clothes that make you feel good and doing makeup? Like, what does that look like for you? Mm, Like the physically? um, Yeah, well, I mean, like, as I said, like having that, um, it's an experience, not a performance. 
Mm. Like completely changed the way that I show up in sex. And um, I don't know if you follow Sarah, the bird's papaya, but uh, a few years ago she said, your body is not a prerequisite for joy. I was like, oh, my God, like, whoo, like, to my brain like I can enjoy being with Carl with my like as a partner like no matter what I look like Mm. um but something that I do go through with my clients um uh there's another book called his needs her needs um Mm. and it talks about like the need for like having a partner that you're physically attracted to um and a really common narrative is um, like, oh, I'm just at home. No one important is going to see me. I can do whatever I want. It's like actually the most important person is going to be seeing you. Mm. So like, <laughs> so like having that time to be like, like to like shave and like having everything shower and like wear expensive <laughs> perfume and stuff. Um, so putting in that little bit of effort yeah. um, can kind of help with that fun, flirty energy. And like wearing clothes, I know that he like me because he is the most important person yeah um yeah so all the oh my gosh all these things um (laughs) it's so funny I'm in a um in a long distance relationship my partner's Mm -hmm. in New Zealand and he's actually here tomorrow and every time before I see him because we haven't seen each other in weeks that everything shower is like quadruple it's like (laughs) it's like everything is ready tan hair shave like yeah everything is like yeah so when I step off that plane I'm looking fucking good (laughs) (laughs) or when he comes through those doors I'm like yeah I just I just casually look like this (laughs) it's so important yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so I mean like and I work from home like 90% of the time um so like just thinking about little things like that as you say like it's about you as much as it is about like the relationship Mm. together um yeah oh amazing and so I've got I've literally written down like so many quotes that you've said today and so many like little nuggets because it's just been like so enlightening and the one that really stood out and that is relevant and not just relationships but in so many areas of life is you have to put in hard work to make it easy so um you should trademark that because (laughs) it's a really great quote (laughs) Um, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, And also the other one was uh, sex and intimacy is an experience, not a performance. Like that is, when you think of it like that, it's like, and it's not just about the actual sex. It's about everything leading up to it. Like you said, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout the day, the things that you did, the things that you do, it's like, you can actually enjoy this whole experience of it. And it's not just about your partner it's also about you so I freaking love that so oh, if people yeah. um are listening to this and they're like man I need I need some help I'm in the roommate phase I want to get intimacy back like how can people reach out to you how can they work with you um yeah tell us how we can find you um so mostly on Instagram so I'm at Lucy Becker underscore on Instagram mm-hmm. um my main coaching offer is married as fuck coaching which is my three month a program for couples um, and that's where we're doing all that obviously that juicy like work-life balance and like energy um, and daily habits but like the main goal is to help you have a relationship that like makes you excited to be alive mm. like and to like take 
that magic back and like come back to each other and like what's actually important uh so that's like my main um coaching and then I also am offering at the moment intimacy intensives which is like a 90 minute hard reset uh where we look at all the energy leaks in your relationship um so like going through like work that is distracting um all the things that you're holding on to that are draining all your energy um and so that is either by yourself or as a couple awesome that's such a cool intensive to offer. I love that. I, I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> and I will include well, I all of your links. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying I have opened it up um, to like uh, to singles or like just like women as well because I have like quite a few people coming. <laughs> How do I do that? Like, <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, it can be like either with your partner or alone. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because a lot of it is individual, right? Like we've identified a lot of it is around like your own energy and what you've what you're going through. Um, and I will include your links in the show notes so people can easily find you. Um, thank you so much, Lucy. I have loved this conversation and I could talk about relationships probably all day as well. I'm sure oh, you could like, really all day, and I have been talking about it all day. <laughs> I'll give you a break. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> But I have loved this conversation and I will include all your details in the notes so people can find you. Um, those intensives and your program sound absolutely amazing. And I follow you on Instagram. So if anyone is listening and they don't follow Lucy on Instagram, you have to because every single day she talks about her relationship and how to have a married as fuck relationship. And it is so inspiring to have this kind of relationship that you have with Carl. Um so keep doing what you're doing. I've said to you before, your content is fucking rad and um, it's, yeah, it's amazing to watch. So thank you so much for your time. Um, and if anyone needs to find you, the links will be in the show notes. Thank you. Bye. On today's episode, I am joined by Lucy Becker, who is an intimacy and relationship coach. And I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation like I do with most of my guests. But this one really opened my eyes into the incredible parallels. And I knew this before, but the importance of loving yourself and taking care of yourself and the impact that has on your relationships. And it really showed me why the people that I work with and their body image, self-love, prioritizing themselves, why when they improve all of that, their relationships get better because they want to be more intimate. They want to be around their partner. They feel deserving of love and therefore hold themselves accountable for receiving that love. So this was an epic conversation. There are a lot of parallels between relationships and self-love. Um, Lucy talks about the work that she does. She takes her co uh, clients from housemate stage, from flatmate stage to love and um intimacy so it's such a cool convo um if you are in a relationship if you're not in a relationship it is all so very relevant um really insightful and quite motivating as well so i hope you like this episode